What's going on, everybody, and welcome to a, to a new. What's going on, Matt? Welcome everyone to the uh, to the uh, new edition of the Woo and Loro Sports Pod Sports Center show. This I'm Loro, and Matt is with me to talk about some a- a- NBA, NFL, NHL, and MLS news, and also MLB. So good thing we're starting early because I know you have a meeting to go to. But Matt, how's it going? Good, Loro. Enjoyed some football and other sports this weekend. How you doing? Doing well. Let's start with some top storylines here. So let's start with the uh, Lakers-Nuggets game. Anthony Davis made a game-winning three-pointer on Sunday at the buzzer. Oh, my gosh. That was a fantastic basketball game. And we'll preview game three shortly. So tell me your thoughts on that game. Well, that was fantastic. That was a a roller coaster at the end. And uh, what did Anthony Davis shout as he hit that three? Kobe. It was confirmed. He said he shouted Kobe as he hit that three. That was a special moment in Laker history, I think. And the Lakers uh, are well on their way to winning the uh, NBA championship for Kobe. Yeah, they. That was a great shot too. That was. Uh, I thought for sure at the end, like I thought the Lakers were going to pull it out, but then when they were down, you know, you gotta. You have that one possession with two point one seconds or something like that left, and it's like, well, here you go. <laughs> Denver just can't be underestimated in this series because in game two, they did not even give up. But do you do you think there's going to be a sweep today? For Do you think the Lakers will sweep this series after Sunday's game? Or do you think Denver will probably take one? Um, so I think Denver is going to take one. They might even win tonight. Um, it'll be very interesting to see how they come out, uh, if they're going to be just, uh, you know, angry and – not playing well because they lost at the buzzer, or are they going to come out motivated to say, "Hey, we're not going to get swept"? So um, I think th- I think they're going to come out. I think they're going to get the edge in this game, but I think the Lakers will win in five. Uh, let's let I I think Lakers in five, but we'll see what happens tonight. I think tonight's going to be another good game. As actually, actually, we'll talk more about that game in just a minute. As I'm going to be a, a virtual fan today of of Game Three of the series. All right, cool. So, so, so you're gonna be your image is gonna be up out on the court. My my video will be on the uh, on the virtual screen in Orlando. Awesome. I'm gonna be looking for that. Yeah. So so that being said, let's talk about some football. So so uh, a, a top storyline before we talk of week two is the Las Vegas Raiders getting their first win in Las Vegas, and you and you were right about that upset special for the Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah, that was that was uh, that was a really good game. Uh, it started off with the the lighting of the Al Davis Memorial Torch, and uh, and they just had a they, they came out a little bit rusty, especially on defense. Uh, New Orleans looked like they were kind of running over them in the first quarter, but they tightened up. And uh, Darren Waller made some huge plays, um, and that was a fun game for sure. And Raiders came out with it with a motivation motivational win the first win ever at allegiant stadium yes and also here's a question for you matt which which week two injury is gonna blow the team the most down the stretch the 49ers the panthers or the giants Ooh, yeah uh that's a really tough question i mean the giants weren't going anywhere this season um so i don't think that i mean saquon barkley is a huge injury obviously but the team isn't that good so um, but I think it's going to really hurt them. Uh, I mean, that's just, Saquon Barkley is such a talent. Um, 
I think the team that has the most to lose from their injuries is definitely San Francisco, uh, with Nick Bosa being done for the season. Uh, and how how bad is Garoppolo's injury? Not that bad. He should play against the Giants week three, hopefully. But I feel like the Niners will be fine either way because they're stacked offensively. It, but if they get George Kittle back, the Niners should be just fine. Yeah, when is George Kittle coming back? Probably week three. We'll have to wait. Okay. If they don't get Kittle back week three, then they probably could get him back for the Eagles game. Which probably okay. would be a better better matchup for that, just because, just because uh, the Giants aren't that great and they don't have Barkley. But they, I heard today, the Giants got Devontae Freeman, but I don't know if that's going to help fill the void left by Saquon Barkley. Yeah, it's tough. You know, uh, it's going to be really tough. But yeah, I think that I, I think that the the Forty uh, ers are the ones that are in, that have most to lose. I think because they're the ones that are in the toughest division, the NFC West is stacked, you know, and they they need every player to be healthy. When you lose your star on defense like that, it's going to hurt. But I think Saquon Barkley is the bigger injury, though. Just, you know, he's being a, such an incredible offensive player. What about losing Christian McCaffrey? I was watching that game, the Buccaneers playing the Panthers. I mean, the Panthers' offense wouldn't be the same without Christian McCaffrey, though. So he's going to be out four to six weeks, but he hopes to be back sooner. Yeah, that's a huge blow to them as well. Like, uh, they're kind of like – to me, they're, they're kind of like the Giants where, like, that division is probably going to come down to Saints and Buccaneers. So, you know, I don't, I didn't see Carolina competing even for a playoff spot this year. So, uh, it won't affect maybe their team that much, but – Obviously, McCaffrey is – he's the probably the best offensive player in the league, and that's going to hurt. But he'll be back this season. He'll, that's going to hurt, but also, are the Panthers in that direction of tanking for Trevor Lawrence, or that's probably more the Jets at this point? Ooh, yeah, it's a good question. Uh, I don't think they're going to tank in their first year. Or well, because Matt Rule's a great coach. He, he's going he's gonna to make sure that the Panthers are going to play hard, but – the Panthers could start 0-3, 0-4 because they have a they have a hard schedule. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that you're gonna see um they they could like they're not I, I think that the, the, the Panthers like they they do have something to compete for still this year. So uh, yeah, the Jets... you got Matt Rule, you got Joe Brady as the offensive coordinator, Teddy Bridgewater is Teddy Bridgewater is already proven to be a starting quarterback in this league. Yeah. And he and he and I'm so happy that he gets another chance to do it because Minnesota just gave up on him too quickly. Uh-huh. If you know what I mean, I felt like that they should have just given it taken their time with him because after he tore his ACL and all that. Yeah. Cuz I feel like Teddy Bridgewater could have been their franchise quarterback. Yep. Don't you think now that he's in Carolina he has that chance to redeem that? Yeah, he does. Got to start winning he, some games. Which I think he will. Yeah. So, with that being said, let's also talk about another storyline of the season. The L.A. Rams manhandling the for the Philadelphia Eagles. So, the Rams are turning upward this year. I think they're a much better team than they were last year. But the Eagles, is it time to panic on the Eagles? Yes. And it's time to buy the Rams as a real contender. Um McVeigh is still one of the best 
coaches in this league, and they he has that team humming along again. Um, the Rams, you know that that NFC West division is stacked, and I mean the the uh, you know we'll see who comes out of that with the division and and, and a wild card. It, they might get two wild cards out of that division this year. They probably will actually. So um, Rams, I think, are going to the playoffs, and um, they're looking really good. Um, and Eagles, yeah, they look they look bad. Uh, well, actually, the Eagles are playing the Bengals, so we'll talk about that game. The Eagles should beat the Bengals, but I would not be surprised if that's an upset for Cincinnati. Right. Yeah, it could very well be. Um, is that game in Cincinnati or is it in Philadelphia oh, again? Oh, okay. But I feel yeah, like we'll that, see. But but is it time to move on from Carson Wentz? I'm hearing that that Carson Wentz is the problem in Philly, but I don't think he is. I just think that the team just isn't healthy right now. So I've like, I've said this before. I've never been like a big Carson Wentz fan compared to other people. Like, I don't think he's like a bust, but I think that um, I, I never, I thought he was always often injured and he hasn't really, I think been out there to prove it. Like prove, he hasn't proved anything to me as a starter yet. You know, it's, so he, almost, I, he was so close back in 2017 to being NFL MVP until he tore his ACL. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he had a really good season that year until he tore the ACL. But, you know, the thing is, too, like, if you're Carson Wentz, you have a quarterback whisperer as your head coach. Like, what else do you want? You know, you have a guy who's like, he, he's a quarterback coach. He has a, he's a coach you want as a quarterback. And it's like, I don't know what to – what to do here. I, I think that, I don't know if they need, I mean, you can't be moving off him like here in week two, you know, but um, he needs to prove something. He has a lot to prove still. Still does. I still think he does, but having Jalen Hurts there, he, they could use, he could be like the Eagles version of Taysom Hill. Yeah. That's why I think they drafted Taysom Hill, not to be a long-term solution at quarterback. He can also be featured in like the pistol offense. He can run, read options. So Jalen Hurts is there for that. Yep. So let's talk about another storyline. Tyrod Taylor hurt, Justin Herbert in. What did you think of his debut in the NFL? I really think from what I saw, I think Tyrod has lost his job. Yeah, I loved, uh, I loved Herbert's debut. You, uh, unfortunately, they didn't get the win at the end there, but he looked good. He made that rookie mistake with firing that interception cross body downfield like that. I saw that happening. I was like, no, don't make that throw. Run for the first down. And he made the throw and he got picked off. And, you know, that was a bad mistake. But the rookie's going to make that mistake. You know, it happens. But um, and they couldn't get the touchdown at the other end um, later. And they had to sell for a field goal. But he had good stats. He looked really good out there and comfortable. He was making some great throws, I thought. Um, some throws like over the middle where he was able to stand in the pocket, just throw that was – he was excellent. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, – Tyrod said he got – and in, his injury was from an injection, right? They were – Yes, that's, that was an injection. And Anthony Lynn said, when healthy, Tyrod's the starter. I'm like, I don't know because – Herbert probably going to start week three, and I think he's going to continue where he left off from week two. Yeah, uh, we'll see what happens. With the hot like, hand. Yeah, Lynn is going to, like, he seems like he's going to play this cautiously with Justin Herbert. 
Um, you know, but like he looked good. He like I, I watched his entire performance out there pretty much, and he looked really good. Yes, we'll talk about the Chargers game against Carolina in just a minute. So another storyline to talk about the the New England Patriots losing to Seattle at the goal line. Though I feel like that this is a fantastic rivalry. Patriots Seahawks. It always comes down to the goal line plays. Yeah, that was great. Uh, that was a that was a great game from start to finish. Seahawks and uh, and Patriots and. Uh, you know, Wilson played really well. Um, Cam Newton was pretty good. Uh, so Except for when he uh, ran at the at, at first and goal with, with, as time expired, and then he got stopped. He should have he should have cut outside. Yeah, the play yeah, design think, was bad. Yeah, and I think it shows though that this team's going to be both teams are going to be pretty good this year, especially C- Seattle. Like they'll they'll probably win that division. You mean Seattle will win the N- the A- NFC West? Yeah, I think so. Yes, and then also uh, the Patriots are are good, but they're one and one right now. But speaking, but in the AFC East, Buffalo right now is in first place, in, as they're two and zero as they lo- they want a nail biter against the Dolphins. But your prediction might be right about Buffalo, as the Buffalo Bills will take on the LA Rams. We'll talk about that game in just a minute. So, so with that being said, let's talk about Thursday night football. So, uh, it's the battle of the stash versus the beard. Yeah, that's this is gonna be uh, this is Jack, Battle of Florida. Yes, it's always fun to see the Jaguars and the uh, Dolphins play, but I like Miami because of Brian Flores. But I pick uh, the Jaguars to win this game because it's because of Gardner Minshew. I think he has the weapons to win this game, but I feel like it's two a time in Miami already. That's why I think the the Dolphins will get another loss. Yeah, I think that they need – I'm going with the Jaguars, too. I think they're going to be just a little bit feistier out there. So, is the game in Miami? It's in Jacksonville. Oh, okay, yeah. Up the ro- – north of Florida. Yep. But I, yep, so I, I'm going to go with Jaguars. Well, they had a good – they almost beat Tennessee last week. I mean, it's because Gardner Minshew can't be counted out in games. I mean – don't blow out Jacksonville. He says, I don't want to be blown out. That's why Gardner Minshew – I feel like the Jaguars have found their quarterback of the future in Gardner Minshew. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, so with that being said, let's talk Let's talk about some locks and upsets of week three. So I have two of them this week. I have the Patriots over the Raiders in a lock. I mean, the Raiders will – I think the Patriots will win by three over the Raiders. And my upset special is the L.A. Rams over the Buffalo Bills. Ooh, yeah. So that is going to be a great game. That's a 10 a.m. kickoff for us on the West Coast here. Yes. What about you? What is your lock of the week and upset special of the week? All right. So um, let's see. My lock and my upset special. Um, I'm going to go with uh, – my lock is going to be uh, Colts over Jets. That's for sure a lock right there. Yeah. The Jets are terrible that. right now. Yeah. I'm and Adam Gates might be fired sooner rather than later, but I'm like, just wait until the end of the season. That way you, the Jets can, can take their time with searching for their next head coach. Yep. Um, and let's see. We're going to go with a uh, – Upset special. This is going to be a tough one. There's, 
Yeah, this is this is gonna be a tough week, I think, for picking upsets. Um, let's see. I'm gonna go with Vikings over Titans. That would be good. I mean, I want Tennessee to go three and zero as much as I like Vrabel, but Minnesota, after losing two straight games, I think Minnesota can be should be motivated to uh, to win that game. But also with the Rams and Bills game, that's going to be such a fantastic game to watch. But I think that – I don't know who's going to win this game, but I think I think I would like the Rams to win this game just to help my Patriots out a little bit in the, in the AFC, AFC East standings. But if Buffalo wins, it's probably because Buffalo is, is definitely picking up where they left off from last season. Uh-huh. But Josh Allen so far has really taken the next step further. In, in, the, in, in these first two games, I saw Josh Allen. I thought the Patriots haven't seen him yet. Josh Allen is off to a fantastic start. Yeah. Threw four 400 yards last time against Miami. I think Josh Allen is going to probably have another great game against the Rams. Yep. Don't you yeah, think? It's going to be a great game. Can't wait to watch it. Me too. So, with that being said, the rest of our week three picks off, I have the Houston Texans beating the Steelers because I think the Texans – need to get a win here. I mean, you know, Houston didn't look hasn't looked good the first two games, but I feel like that this team's gonna get better and better each week. Yeah, I when I picked them to win the division, I, I should have looked at their schedule because those their first three games are brutal. They are uh you know at Kansas City, home against they Baltimore. Got, they got manhandled by Baltimore. Yeah, I mean that's a rough start. Um you know I, I'm going with you. I'm gonna go with Texans. Yes, I, I, but we'll talk about Monday night game, football in just a minute because I feel like that the uh, the Chiefs and the Ravens game feel like that that should have been a late season game, but that's going to be a great early season game. Yeah, that's going to be such a fantastic game. I can't wait to see what Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson will do toe to toe. Probably going to be like the Rams Chiefs game two years ago. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm envisioning. You know. Yep. So the next game I'm going to pick here, talk about is the Bengals and the Eagles. So I'm picking the Bengals in an upset. I really think that this will be the game that Joe Burrow will get his first NFL win. Whoa, that's that's an upset special. I tried picking him last week, but Cleveland got lucky. Yeah, I'm going to go with Philly in this game. I think that they they get it together at least for this one week. Well, yeah, but I don't get want some pressure Eagles. off Carson Wentz. I just don't want the Eagles underestimating Joe Burrow and that Bengals offense. The Bengals offense is good, but their defense is not there yet, except for yep. Geno Atkins and Carlos Dunlop. If All you know right. what I mean. Yep. So the next game we'll talk about next the 49ers are playing the Giants. I think the Niners should win this game because I feel like that the Niners are still going to be a playoff team without some of their key players that they lost for the year. But I feel like that the Niners team is still stacked. I think Kyle's a great coach. And I think the Niners will will, will go 3-0 and here. Yep, I'm going to go with the Niners as well. But there's complaining about the turf at MetLife Stadium. So I'm sure that they'll get that. Hopefully they'll get that resolved. Yeah. Let's And then we talked about Titans over – I picked the Titans over the Vikings, but you want Minnesota to win. That's your upset special. Yep. Now let's talk about the Cleveland Browns taking on the Washington's football team. So there's no excuse for Cleveland to go two and one here because 
Washington football team doesn't have the weapons like Cleveland does because Cleveland's very deep on offense. But I, I'm going to say the Cleveland Browns will landslide Washington's football team. Yeah, I'm going with Cleveland too. I think it'll be a big win for the Browns. Last week, uh, last week Washington's football team got exposed to Kyler Murray and the Cardinals. Oh, yeah, for sure. They did not even – well, I mean, they tried to make a comeback, but it was too late. Okay, next game. Let's talk about the Falcons taking on the Bears, but I'm going to go to Atlanta in this game just because I feel – even though the Bears are 2-0, I'm like, I'm not just – I'm not really convinced with the Chicago Bears despite the Bears being 2-0. and Yep, I'm going with Atlanta too. They, man, I, that was a brutal loss for them last week on Sunday. Um, oh, that onside kick. That. I'm not oh, sure what God. happened there. That was just that was terrible. And but I have to go with Atlanta over Chicago too. Well, here's the thing. I mean, Atlanta started out really good. It, it comes down to their history playing in use in Texas. I mean, I mean. Uh, Matt Ryan and them started out really good, but Dallas came back from the dead and uh, beat them. But but I want to get your take on this. Every Atlanta fan is like, fire Dan Quinn after that game. And I'm like, heck no. Yeah, I I mean, they're going to stay loyal to the guy. You know, it's – yeah, that was brutal, though. You know, that's – um. That's that's a tough one. You probably don't want to fire anyone this early in the season, even like a position coach, like special teams coach. But I, I just don't know what was going on on that onside kick. I mean, that was terrible. That was terrible. But the Falcons, they better not start off 0-3 against the Bears. If they do, oh, my God. That's probably going to put Dan Quinn's job in jeopardy for sure. Because yep. I think it's already in jeopardy right now. But – I just want to know how can the Falcons save Dan Quinn's job again so that he can remain in Atlanta beyond this season? Yeah, they have to finish really strong. They can't go eight and eight or nine and seven. They got to go a little bit higher than that. Yeah. The next game we're going to talk about next, you talked about Colts over Jets. You talked about that. So the Chargers are taking on the Panthers. So I think the Chargers should win this game again. But I would not be shocked if the Panthers win this game. But without McCaffrey, the Chargers defense should be able to take advantage of this shorthanded Panthers offense. Yep, I'm going with Chargers in that one too. Yeah, absolutely. But what about this next game we're going to talk about next is the uh, – forgot to – let's talk about the Seahawks-Cowboys. That's America's game of the week on Fox. So I picked the Seahawks to go 3-0. and I mean, Dallas – can they can they keep up with the Seahawks? Yes, but I just don't think the Cowboys play well at CenturyLink Field. Yeah, I'm I'm going with Seattle too. I'm tempted, like you know, I'm tempted to an upset special because like as bad as the Cowboys have looked, um, for some reason this game just kind of has a little bit of an upset feel to it. I, I can't explain it, but uh, I'm going to go with definitely Seahawks. Um, they're going to win. Uh, what was that? Seahawks are going to win. I'm going to go with the Seahawks. That's going to be a that's going to be a great game here. Now let's talk about Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers taking on the Denver Broncos. So last week, Drew Locke. Uh, so so what I was saying is that uh, so what I was saying is that uh, Tom Brady and the bucket. Tom Brady does not have good history playing at mile high, but on the Broncos side. Drew Locke, Cortland Sutton, I think those are two big losses here. 
Jeff Driscoll's going to start, but they just signed Blake Bortles. But how do you think the Broncos uh, – how do you think Drew Locke's loss affects the Broncos? Yeah, that – I mean, it's bad. It's the Broncos are in trouble. Um, this should like this should be probably my my lock of the week. If it weren't for Indy over the Jets, I'd be going with Tampa Bay over Denver. Um, like, yeah, this is. I think I think Tampa Bay is going to win big here. Oh my gosh! Yes, after last week with Tom Brady shining in his Raymond James Stadium debut, you know he doesn't play well in Denver. Right. Yep. During his time with New England, but it, this is a different story. But I do think Tampa is going to win. Big here, but also Bruce Arians is not surprised on Rob Gronkowski's lack of production. Do you think? How do you think they're going to get him going? I don't know. They're. Um, I think this week could be the week to do it. I think um, they're going to. I think they're going to be um, opening up the playbook a little bit more for him. Um, we'll see, though. Well, it's good to have him and Brady play in Tampa, but I feel like that. I just want to see Brady throw the ball to him more often again. Yep. But I I really but my favorite play of, of last week and when I watched Tampa against Carolina and Tom Brady threw that deep ball to Mike Evans and I was like he's going to love throwing to Mike Evans. I have no doubt about that. But yep. did they need Chris Godwin in that game? I'm like they looked fine without him, but I feel like that the Tampa Bay offense looks scarier when they have Chris Godwin on the field. Yep. Don't you think? Yeah. And this next game we're going to talk about next is the Arizona Cardinals taking on the, the Detroit Lions. Um, I was like hesitant to, I was wanting to pick what you might call this uh, Detroit. Detroit because of Patricia. But I feel like Arizona's too good right now because last time these two teams met, they ended in a tie. But I feel like the Cardinals are going to win this game. Yeah, I would have probably been going to Arizona to watch this game uh, if they were still. If there wasn't a pandemic going on, but yeah, I, uh, I'm going to go with Arizona. Detroit looks bad on defense and that's kind of inexcusable. Um, that they, they have a Matt Patricia should make the Lions defense look really good because he's a defensive minded guy. Yeah. And he's just not doing it. So I'm going to go with, um, I'm going to go with Arizona in this one. Do you think he, Matt Patricia is definitely getting his hot seat even warmer? Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I would uh, feel bad if the Lions had to fire him because he's a good coach, but I just don't get why he gets blamed every time the Lions lose. Yeah, I mean, well, they're, this year, it's these last two games, it's been defense. They've, like, their defense has imploded, um, especially in the second half, you know? I mean, and they blew leads. They were up, they were up you know, obviously three touched or like 17 points or 21 points on the bears and they end up losing that game. And then they, um, they were up 14 to three on green Bay and then they lost that game. So 40, 42 to 21. So, um, I mean, it just got blown out and they, I was like, I, mean, I was like in my head, I was like, come on, Patricia, you gotta, you gotta make the Lions defense make, you make that elite. I know you have Trey flowers. You have Jamie Collins, some former Patriots, but that's not going to do the job. But I feel like that, Jeff Akuda really helps the pass game of the Lions, uh-huh. but I feel like that the Lions need to intense play with intensity on defense, which I really don't see of them right now. I mean, it's not Patricia. I mean, it is Patricia's fault because he's a guy that really should should make Detroit a very good defensive team because 
he's a defensive-minded head coach. Yep. But their offense is not the problem. If you would agree with me on that, because as long as Stafford is healthy, the Lions' defense is good. Offense. Yeah. What do you think? Yep. I'm, I'm talking about I, the offensive side of the football for for Detroit. Yeah, I with think it's uh, Stafford. Yeah, I mean, the, Stafford is not the problem. Like Stafford's never been the problem. Like you know, it's been like this this year. It's like they're, they have no defense whatsoever. You know, who do they have defensively? Who can get to the quarterback? Trey Flowers, Danny Shelton, Deshaun Hand. Yeah, they I all probably Deshaun could. Hand. They're just not doing it. Yeah, that's why Detroit's very bad. Now that being said. Let's talk about the Sunday night football game of the week. The New Orleans Saints back at the Dome to take on Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. Both 2-0. One team is 2-0. The other is 1-1. So I'm going to pick the Saints to win by three over Green Bay. I think it's going to be a fantastic game between two legends, two future Hall of Famers, Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers. Yep. Going to you know, I'm going to – I'm going with Green Bay in this one. It's going to be a super close game, but I'm going to go with – for some reason, I think Green Bay is off to a little bit of a better start than New Orleans, and I think they might get them here. It's tough to win on the road, but with no fans down there, it'll be – we won't have the crowd in it so much. So I'm going to go with Green Bay. Well, I'm not counting out Aaron Rodgers. I was not really confident in Green Bay in, heading into the season because they didn't get any help for Aaron Rodgers, but – well, when they started 2-0, they, they proved something wrong to me. I'm like, they're just good in the regular season. They're good in the regular season. But when it comes to free agency, they, the Packers just don't go for it. Right. I feel like – I just felt like they needed more receiver help. But I feel like that Valdez Scantling has done a good job. But Devontae Adams shouldn't be the only option that Aaron Rodgers throws to. Yeah. If you know what I mean. Yep. And then our Monday night pick, oh my gosh, this this is gonna be worth worth watching on Monday night football after baseball the day before baseball playoffs begin, you know. Mm-hmm. So the Kansas City Chiefs are taking on the Baltimore Ravens, both undefeated teams battle it at MNC Bank Stadium. This one's a t- this one I have on a hard time with, but I think this is gonna be such a high scoring game. I don't think punters are going to be needed in this game, but I think the Chiefs win by a field goal over Baltimore. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I think you think you think Chiefs are winning. Yes, they're going to win yeah, I'm undefeated. Gonna, I'm going to go with the Ravens. I'm going to say that they eke out a win here on Monday Night Football. Um, this is tough. I'm, I'm just going with them because you know, the Chiefs. Didn't look that great against the Chargers. I was expecting a bigger route there than an overtime field goal win, you know. So I'm going to go with the Ravens once in this one. And, and Lamar Jackson gets the best of uh, Patrick Mahomes. Well, the Chiefs haven't lost a game in September. Patrick Mahomes has not even thrown an interception in the month of September in his career. So th- maybe he might against this Baltimore defense. I mean, their defense has looked, looked a lot better than it did than it did last season, you know? Yeah. Don't you think? I think so, yeah. So so that's why I'm – that's kind of like the factors heading into that game. But but I would not be shocked if Baltimore won, but Kansas City's the better team in my opinion. So you think Lamar Jackson's going to get the better out of – get the 
is going to probably outplay Mahomes, you think? Yeah, I think so. That should have been CBS's game of the week with Jim Nance and Tony Romo. They should have called the uh, Texans and uh, Texans and Ravens game, but they were in L.A., though. Yeah. So, with that being said, let's talk a little bit about baseball. So, this is the final week of the season. Could we see a World Series preview between the Dodgers and the Oakland Athletics? Yes, I think so. Their A's are both, they're both looking really good, and they'll be playing tonight on ESPN. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, the thing is, without Matt Chapman in the lineup, oh, my God, that is such a huge loss to the Oakland A's lineup. But they find out they, – but they always find ways to win. You got Matt Olson, Chris Davis, and Ramon Lariano. So the A's lineup is still pretty good without Chapman. But I think with Chapman, they're such a better team without Matt Chapman. With Matt Chapman yeah. in their lineup. Yep. I. Uh, what were your thoughts on the Oakland A's winning the AL West? I think it's because it has to do with the Houston Astros cheating. Yeah, they haven't looked that good, and Verlander's done, so. Yeah, Verlander's done, so what do you think that has an effect on Houston? But do you think that if Houston was fully healthy with Verlander and also Altuve and uh, – with Altuve and Verlander healthy, you think that the Astros would would be a game back of of uh, Houston, of Oakland? I think they were still kind of in trouble, regardless. So, um, but now they're in really big trouble. Yeah, they're in trouble now. So I feel like the AL West has now a new crown, and that's Oakland. Yeah, because they are so underestimated, and I was like, I wouldn't be shocked if I. I picked Houston before the season began, but Oakland Oakland was like my sleeper team. Yeah. Just because how good their roster is, how good their lineup is, and their pitching is legit. Don't you think? Yeah, I think so. Yep. That's, that's why everybody is underappreciating the Oakland A's. So, Dustin May's on the mound today for the Dodgers as he goes up against Frankie Montes, but I feel like Dustin May is going to win the NL Rookie of the Year award, but Jesus Lazardo's a sneaky pick. Sure. Don't you think, for the Oakland yep. A's? Yeah, yeah. So, what do, you, what do you think? Do you think the Dodgers will take two out of three from Oakland and then they sweep the Angels to end the 2020 season on a good note? Yeah, I think so. They're going to win at least uh, four out of these last six, I think. Yeah, I mean, and then next week we got the wild card playoffs, but I want to get your thought on this. What do you think? Rob Manfred hopes that this new seeding, this new playoff scenario, this new playoff format would be in effect in 2020 and beyond. What do you think of that, the, the 16 playoff format? Well, just, I mean, I, I'm just I'm concerned about it, but I'll just want to wait and see how it's going to work. Yeah, I think so. I think you just got to give them the benefit of the doubt at this point and see it. Hopefully it works. I hope it works, but. I'm just not a fan of what Commissioner Manfred's doing. I feel like that he's just he did this just to make baseball have higher TV ratings. That's why he wants playoff expansion. Yeah. But Houston, even though they're – Houston's already in the playoffs, but they're 27 and 27, so they're not division winners. They can still make the playoffs. Uh-huh. But I still think they get in. If you know what I mean. Yep. But I just can't wait to see what 
what that's all about as the wild card series happens. So whenever we find out the matchups next week, we'll uh, we'll make our predictions for who's going to go all the way to the World Series. That is correct. Yep. But Tampa Bay. We, but who do you think? Which team do you think is going to surprise you in the uh, postseason? Do you think in the in, in both leagues? Do you think it's going to be Tampa Bay or do you think it's going to be Atlanta? Um, I think it's going to be uh, Tampa Bay. Well, it's a good time to be a Tampa Bay fan if you're living in Tampa, Florida, because the Buccaneers are doing are playing very well. The Tampa Bay Lightning are in the Stanley Cup, which we'll talk about the first two games of that series in just a minute. And the Tampa Bay Rays are just a team that nobody appreciates. Yeah. Just because they don't have no fans at Tropicana Field. (laughs) But I feel like the Yankees are the better team, but they kind of slipped recently. So do you think there's still time for the Yankees to win the American League East, or do you think that's Tampa Bay's now? I think it's Tampa Bay's now. I think they're going to hold on and, and do it. Well, yeah, but also a surprise is Toronto. I mean, I thought that they would be not in such a rebuild mode this year, but if it were a 162-game season, they would probably be falling out of this playoff race. Yeah. But yeah. I feel like that Toronto's at a schedule when it comes to rebuilding. If you know what I mean. Yep. So – with that being said, uh, let's also talk about uh, let's also talk about uh, we'll talk a lot about baseball next week. So let's let's switch to hockey game. The first two games of the Stanley Cup final. So Dallas took game one, but game two, Tampa Bay took game two. So do you think that this is going to be a seven game series between Tampa Bay and Dallas? Ooh, it's looking like it, maybe. Like last year, I'm talking about game. like last year, Boston and. Uh, Boston and uh, what you would call this and St. Louis, Louis went down to game seven. Yeah. Both great teams battling out, but I feel but I think Tampa Bay looks more motivated to win the cup. Yeah. Don't you think? I think yesterday, um, I didn't watch the game yesterday, but yeah, they were up three, nothing in the first period, but then they, they, you know, they took their foot off the gas and they, you know, they, uh, they almost came back, the uh, the Stars. But, um, yeah, I think that the Lightning are probably – I think they're going to have the edge. I think they're going to win in six games. I'm going to go with Lightning in six. I say seven because you can't count out Dallas, especially with yeah. Tyler Segan, Jamie Benn, those goal scoring – those elite goal scorers. Those are the, the guys that really help make the Dallas Stars a, a great hockey team. They're going to be so good for such a long time just because of – which team that the team that they built, but them and Colorado are going to be in it for the long run. Yeah. You wanted Colorado in there so badly, but Dallas can't get counted out. Yeah. But I think Colorado will be more motivated to be, to make a run for the cup next year. Yep. So also want to get your thoughts on some award winners. So Connor Hellback wins the Viz Vezina trophy. What did you, what did you think of that? Um, yeah, that that makes sense. I think it's a good pick. Very good goalkeeper. They had a good season. Great season. I mean, yeah. Connor Halbach, Connor Halbach had a great season, and I think Winnipeg's also a team that nobody should sleep on too. When the seasons, when twenty twenty, when the next season begins. Yeah, and then let's talk about who won the Calder Trophy. 
the top rookie of 2020 is Cal McCarr, is this year's Calder Trophy winner on the Colorado Avalanche. Yeah. What was your thoughts on that award? Um, well, I think that uh, it's, once again, well-deserved. Uh, I mean, he was definitely one of the top candidates. So what did you think? I thought it was he earned it. The way he played, the way he was one of the reasons why the Colorado Avalanche went this far. Yeah. And then let's talk about the James Norris Memorial Trophy winner, and that goes to Roman Yossi from the Nashville Predators. Yeah. From Smashville. So I think by far, along with Dowdy, Yossi is by far one of the elite defensemen in the National Hockey League and the captain. Yeah. What? So, so you think that was a good choice to win the James Norris Memorial Trophy? Yes. What about the Hart Trophy? That went to Leon Drastal. Another good choice. Great choice, but Edmonton's onto something with, with, with uh, the team they have with McDavid. But I think, I think that Edmonton, it, I think Edmonton will be uh, good next year. Yeah. So. So that being said, uh, let's talk about a little bit of soccer. So the LA Galaxy lost a disappointing game again. They lost their last game, but Chicharito being back really, really helps, you know? Oh, yeah, for sure. What was your thoughts on LA Galaxy's last game and and that they lost? They were on a hot streak before losing their last game. And uh, do you think LAFC needs to get going a little bit? Um, Yeah. Like they're playing on Wednesday, so we'll see what happens there. It's a tough season for them. They're, they've had some injuries, but um, they also need to like get it together a little bit more. They they started off really good in the bubble, and then they they kind of um, dropped that game against Orlando, and they haven't quite looked the same ever since. So, yeah, I mean, LAFC is is an up and coming team for any team to watch up. Where LA Galaxy lost to the Colorado. To, to the Colorado Rapids. So tomorrow, the LA Galaxy will be playing Real Salt Lake. Yeah. And I don't know. I, I would hope that they they pick it up. But I feel like that LA Galaxy can't uh, slow down here because I think their next two games are going to be crucial. I mean, they have to play Seattle. Seattle's probably the favorite to win the MLS Cup. But uh-huh. I feel like that if Chicharito and Pavone get going, in these last two games, they really could be scary down the stretch. The Galaxy. Yeah. Yep. But with LAFC, you think they got to get going. Yeah, for sure. So let's talk about some basketball now. So game three of the Western Conference Finals between the Lakers and Nuggets. I'll be attending that game virtually. I'll tell you how that goes. But what do you think the Lakers got to do tonight in order for them to go 3-0? But you really think Denver can't be counted out at this time. Like, they weren't counted out against the Clippers. They weren't counted out against Utah. They look tired to me. But they might have something in them that that they could make them that could make them look a little bit motivated. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Like I uh, I think the Nuggets will maybe put up a fight here, maybe get a win, but it could be Lakers on to a sweep. Yeah, so let's also talk about your thoughts on so far in the Eastern in the Eastern Conference Finals. So, who do you, do you think you said my you want Miami to win, or do you think do you think Boston will 
will tie up the series tomorrow? Uh, I think this is going to be very interesting. I think Boston will tie it up. I think with Hayward back, I think that they are um, they're looking a little bit different as a team, you know, and this is going to get pretty exciting. I still think Miami's going to win the series, though. Yeah, but I could see that going to seven games, but – I feel like that. Uh, I feel like that. Miami, Miami has been great all year long, and I didn't even think they would go that far. You know. Yeah. Because I didn't think they would beat Milwaukee, but Milwaukee showed us that they don't have another third, another star to compliment Giannis. I really think that Milwaukee will gear up to do that this off season. If you know what I mean. Yep. So also, also you think. What do you think of Adam Silver saying that next NBA season will start in January? I want that. I want the upcoming se- the the next season to start on Christmas Day. I think that would be more beneficial. Want to see? Want to start it on Christmas Day because that's where the TV ratings happen on Christmas Day. Yeah, I agree. What do you think? Yep, it'll probably be that's what they're going to go for. But it's already. I mean, it's going to be tough for them, like. It'll be like the NBA finals won't be over till early October. Um, maybe even mid October, depending on how long they go. Yeah, they've gone they've gone it's because they have a lot of time to make up because of uh of the uh Jacob Blake shooting and all that Black Lives Matter, you know? Yeah. Because you know there's because most players in the NBA are black, but also hoping that because Adam Silver said he really wants to get fans hoping to get fans back into the arenas by the time next season begins when there's a vaccine for this coronavirus. Yeah. But before we go, uh, this is bigger than sports. So we want to send our condolences to the family of Judge Ruth Bader Ginsburg. She was an, a champion of equal and gender rights. Yes, she was. What a huge yeah. loss this is to our country and to our nation. And to the United States Supreme Court. Yeah, well said, well said, Loro. So, what do you think? What do you? Who do you think is going to replace her? She's kind of, she's probably irreplaceable at this point. Yeah, just someone. Someone has to go in and do the job. But yeah, we'll see who. Donald Trump wants to make a quick decision on that, you know. Yeah. So that being said, Matt, uh, we'll see you next week, and uh, hopefully, and I'll. uh, and try to find me on TV tonight if I'm showing. All right, I'll be looking for you. Okay.